Hi, and welcome to Smiling Gives You Wrinkles, the podcast that helps you celebrate everything about aging with a smile. I'm your host, beauty editor Donna Francis, and throughout my 25-year career, I've been passionate about inspiring women to feel good about themselves, inside and out. And now I'm in my late 40s, I wanted to create something joyful and celebratory around aging. Forget midlife, Smiling Gives You Wrinkles is all about creating more life as you age. You will hear from some brilliant women who not only share their stories about aging, but also offer some great tips to help you look forward to life ahead. Smiling Gives You Wrinkles is here to inspire you to age positively and authentically on your own terms. This week's guest is the beautiful Crystal Hefner. My problem with going into the mansion was I didn't really have a very good sense of self. So if you don't really know who you are, it can be dictated to you by other people. And in my case, it was by Hef and Playboy. And something that's given to you can also be taken away. Crystal is the widow of Hugh Hefner, the creator of Playboy magazine. They got married when Crystal was 26 years old and he was 86. That's 60 years older than she was. They were married until his death in 2017, and since then, Crystal has been living a new life outside of the Playboy Mansion. This year, Crystal released her new memoir, Only Say Good Things, and she has been opening up about her marriage and her old life with Hugh. But this chat isn't about that. I really wanted to speak to Crystal about how she feels about her own self-worth now that she's living out of the mansion. A place where, as she says, ageing was considered unpalatable. At 37, Crystal is the youngest guest I've had on Smiling Gives You Wrinkles so far. I wanted to chat with her because she has such a unique and interesting perspective on ageing. After all, she has lived such a big part of her life in a world that shunned getting older and her value was purely put down to what she looked like. In this chat, Crystal is very open about her plastic surgery regrets and she tells me about how she's finally realising that her self-worth isn't just defined by her looks. Chatting with Crystal has made me realise that we still have such a long way to go with breaking down the prejudices that surround ageing. Crystal is clearly beautiful inside and out and I'm grateful for her sharing her vulnerabilities with me. Thank you so much, Crystal, for joining me on my podcast. How are you? I'm doing pretty well. I'm in uh, Los Angeles. It's actually quite a nice day today, so I feel very lucky. Oh, good. So I have your book here. Amazing. (laughs) I read it on Saturday in one sitting. You did. I feel honored that you read it. Thank you so much. Oh, I feel honored to have read it. Honestly, it was so good. I couldn't put it down. I went to have a Manny and Peddy and I took it with me and I can't believe that I finished it in that session. (laughs) Wow. Wow. Um, Your voice is so authentic and warm and just genuine really really loved it so thank you for really putting down all those stories that must have been hard to relive and your relationship with your dad and everything it was just so lovely to read and I just want everyone that's listening to go out and buy it only say good things it's so brilliant so yeah 
Thank you. So how much. was it writing it? How how long did it take you? Um, it took me, gosh, about two years total. Uh, the first year I was putting together different ideas and I would have pages and pages and pages of notes. And then uh, when the publisher wanted the book, they said, we want this within, out within a year. And we're like, oh no. So yeah, usually that process is about two years, but it was pretty, pretty rushed, but it, it ended up being perfect and just, just the way I wanted it. So I'm, I'm very proud of it. Yeah, congratulations. I wanted you on the podcast because you you're actually, to date, you're the youngest person that I've had on. Um, you're 37. The reason you're the youngest is because I'm, obviously, this podcast is all about um, getting, like, aging and perspective of age and how you feel about um, getting older. And I think the reason I wanted you on was, A, because you have got that younger perspective and you've not hit 40 yet, but also that you lived um, your life, a lot of your life, as you've been living in a world that where aging is, as you say in the book, unpalatable. It was unpalatable. Um, I think you said that Hugh Hefner, you know, he didn't ever want to talk about age. And it was something that was kind of, you know, an ugly, an ugly word, really. So I just want to know how comfortable you are about getting older now. I think I'm working on it. I'm working on becoming more comfortable with it, but it is very hard. And I feel that time goes so fast. And as I get older, it just goes faster. So it is something that I'm having to grapple with because when I was at the mansion, your physical appearance is everything. That's how you get into the place. That's how you, you have to keep up with it to stay, stay there. Uh, there's just so much pressure. Your your worth, your value is purely physical. Yeah, you spoke about that in the book. One of the quotes that I've I've picked out here, you said, I saw that the toxic beauty standards I'd almost killed myself trying to attain still had an iron grip on the culture. So when you came out of the house, you found that it was actually just as bad as it was in the house, you know, images on social media you speak about and, you know, it's how it's impossible to attain that cut and keep up that physical perfection. Do you feel it is the same having to keep up your looks, keep up, you know, keep that certain image now that you're out of the house? Yes, I did see on social media once getting out of the house, like, okay, a lot of these girls are using apps like Facetune and FaceApp and with their faces and their bodies. And it's really hard, the airbrushing, the filters. Um, so seeing that when I came out of it was very hard. And for my own self, you know, I have a following on social media, but as I, as I spoke to a therapist and went through that, he did tell me, he said, okay, whatever work you're doing next, like make sure it has nothing to do with the way you look. So I don't, I don't post any ads on social media. I don't promote any type of things that uh, maybe I fell trapped to before, you know, like the skinny tees and the teeth whitening and all that stuff. I don't post any ads and most of my work now has nothing to do with uh, physical. Yeah. What I loved about the book as well, and before I got to the last chapter, which is called Inner Voice, I really read your inner voice there. And you spoke a lot about what you was talking to your, you know, how you was talking to yourself 
via your inner voice. And I found that really interesting. And I think that's kind of a real positive as you age. I think that is something that we really act upon. We act upon our inner voice as we get older. Do you think that's something that's positive, that's come out of aging positively for you? Absolutely. I think your intuition gets stronger. The inner voice gets louder. Uh, when I was at the Playboy Mansion, yeah, I, I kind of stuffed it down. I'm like, okay, I, I, you know, it, it did feel toxic, but you just, something inside is, is telling you, this doesn't feel natural, this doesn't feel, and you push it down. But now that I'm older and now that I've had that experience, I try and listen to the inner voice more. I have that be my inner compass. And I do think that is the ultimate path to happiness. Yeah, I call it trust your gut. And I also say to myself, if I don't know what to do about something, I'll say, what would I tell my best friend? Because I think that's your inner voice as well. It's it's the voice that you speak to your closest friends. You know, it's that perspective, isn't it? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, like I'll, I'll look at myself and be like, oh my gosh, I've, I've gained weight or fat or say, say names that when if it was my best friend, I'd be like, you, you look amazing. What are you talking about? And yeah, I, I do think treating ourselves with more kindness and respect is, is very important. You're very right about that. What are the other things that you have found that has come out of aging that's, you know, obviously you're only 37, you haven't hit 40 yet, you're still really young, but as you've got older, you know, I guess in, you know, Hollywood standards or where you live, do you live in LA? Yeah, yeah, I live in LA and it's very hard to live here for that reason. That was my question. How does that affect you? It really affects me. And, you know, a lot of people come here wanting to be, you know, actors or part of the entertainment industry. And so they always have to be, look the best because they got to beat out everybody else. So, you know, that comes with a lot of surgeries and a lot of different things. And, you know, I've removed my breast implants. I've tried to undo any surgeries that I've done. So, you know, going around this town does make you feel a little insecure, you know, with people with like gravity defying breasts and <laughs> things like that. And that's when I just have to go internally and just feel like, okay, you know, I'm dating now. So it's like anybody that truly loves me for me, they don't care about things like that. And I think Los Angeles and then Miami are like the, the top cities in the United States for plastic surgery. Yeah. Yeah. You see it a lot in Miami. I live in Florida and I go down to Miami a lot and it is that kind of certain culture, isn't it? Yeah. Do you rule out surgery now or is that something that you just never say never? I'm trying to rule it out. I've seen different things online that I've tried. Like there's this one woman that she does like facial massages where she kind of like goes around her face and it pulls it up a bit. Like, oh, maybe, maybe things like that as, as I get older. But it's, yeah. it's hard. You go, you go back and forth and you're like, oh, I earned all these smile lines. But then you're like, oh, but I don't like them that much. But <laughs> yeah, I kind of really, go back and forth. Yeah, it's really hard. And we do give ourselves a hard time. And I think, but I can only imagine what it must be like, you know, living in that kind of bubble of where everyone also, I think women don't, they give each other a hard time. And I think hopefully that will change or is changing. Is that something you're seeing in LA at all? Yes. And I love it. 
you know, I'll go into the different beauty stores and I see older women in the, or older society standards, you know, like women yeah, in there, yeah. <laughs> um, in the, in the adverts in the, the store. So it's, it's cool. It's happening. And women are beautiful at every age. So I think, I think that's important to showcase to the world. Definitely. And I think now people are not so ashamed of admitting their age. I think they're almost proud of it. I know Sarah Jessica Parker and other actresses often talk about this and they're quite, you know, they're quite proud of owning their age. Is that something that you're quite proud of? Yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm trying to, I think when I was at the mansion, it was physical was so ingrained. Like it's almost like at a cellular level. So <laughs> it's, it's, for me, it's a bit hard, but as I see different people talking about age and, you know, I really appreciate your podcast and I have friends that are starting to talk about it. And one model, I started talking to her because I saw an article that she's like, surprise, I'm 35. I'm not 28. And I, she felt she had to lie this, this whole time. And she's completely beautiful. And I don't, yeah, I don't think age is becoming as important, but I, this shift is happening slowly, but it's, it's, at least it's happening. Exactly, exactly. So we spoke about your inner voice um, and that was like a positive to come out of ageing and, you know, getting a little bit older. What are the other things that you have found that have kind of developed as you've got older? I feel like I don't care as much about what other people think, for example. Yeah, that that's one, definitely. And I definitely feel I have more wisdom as I get older and then you do think that is back. something that comes through in the book as well. Massively. <laughs> Thank, you. Thank you. Yeah, when you look back at people maybe in their their twenties, <laughs> there is a quote that says like the youth is wasted on the young. So true. And it is so true. I'm like, oh my gosh, I would have done things <laughs> much differently. But youth is wasted on the young. Mm. You know all the things that that you think oh, okay they could be doing, but they just Instead, they're, they're not, and they're just doing whatever. I mean, that was me. And, uh, yeah, I appreciate the wisdom. I appreciate not caring as much what others think. Pe my people-pleasing is, is, getting, is getting better. <laughs> I suffer with that massively, too. Uh, Always thinking about what other people are going to think. Yeah, and... And I'm like, I don't want to be one day on my deathbed and feel, okay, I did everything for everybody else and I never really lived for myself. Yeah. So I, I think yeah. that's where I am now, trying to live more for myself and uh, my own wants and needs in life rather than accommodating everybody else's. <laughs> and it goes back to trusting your instinct as well and going with your gut feeling because that doesn't always please everyone that's around you. But as yeah. long as it pleases you, then that's fine. You also yeah. speak in the book. I thought this is, you know, this is quite interesting. You aspired to be like Pam, Pamela Anderson when you were younger. And it's really interesting when I read that because I thought that is someone who was in that mold, in that kind of, you know, American girl next door, gorgeous, beautiful. And now as she's gotten older, she's completely embracing aging. She's going out with like no makeup on to all these big fashion week parties, etc. 
What do you think of her now? Is she someone that you still aspire to be like? I love that she's going out and not wearing makeup. It's amazing. And, you know, whatever switch in her, like, (laughs) decided that. I'm like, I want that. I want that too. Um, I watched her documentary. It was was fascinating for sure. Yeah, she's so – she's – like you very warm and very genuine and she just seems very comfortable in her own skin doesn't she yeah yeah one thing one thing about her though I just thought because she had taken her implants out the breast implants and now she's put them back in <laughs> I was like ah <laughs> uh, yeah interesting yeah, so I'm like okay but what you know if that makes her feel beautiful then that then Exactly. So what what advice do you think you would give your younger self about aging and getting older? You know, when you you were putting so much value and all the people around you were putting value on what you look like. What kind of advice would you give to someone in that situation or, you know, on reflection to yourself? Gosh, I think it's really important to know yourself. And I think that does come with age. But I think that could be developed a little bit younger as well. My problem with going into the mansion was I didn't really have a very good sense of self. So if you don't really know who you are, it can be dictated to you by other people. And in my case, it was by half and Playboy. And something that's given to you can also be taken away. So I do, I do think having a good sense of self really helps you, especially being younger and then going into being older and aging. Um, Having a strong sense of self and what you love and what you want, I think is very important. And how do you find that now? How do you stay grounded and connect to your inner self now? Is it surrounding yourself with, you know, a group of good friends? I find that as you get older, the less friends you have. <laughs> so Yes. Yeah, I do not have that many friends, but I make sure that the people I do surround myself with are positive and you know that they truly care about you. That's very important. No fake friends. Yeah, and I like to surround myself with nature. It makes me feel so much better, you know, being around nature than being in the middle of the city in Los Angeles. So I try and surround myself with nature and, yeah, just do more of the things that I love and learn more things that I love. I think that's very, very helpful. Family's very stru- important to you as well. That's something that really comes across that you, you, cut, you, you know, you had a very close family connection with your dad and that's such a lovely insight into you and your personality so that's really nice too you just come across very grounded oh thank you yeah I think family is very important so you're 37 and you will be you know the next milestone will be 40 what are you looking forward to when you turn 40 what what's life going to be look look like for crystal when you're 40 that's a great question hopefully I'll be married or on my way (laughs) That's what that's what you want to happen, yeah. Yeah, so I, I I feel I'm still learning and growing. I think that will still happen. I think that's a lifelong process. Um, but for my 40th, which is hard to imagine right now, I would love to do something big for it, maybe a big trip somewhere. I think that would be very special. 
Don't worry, 40's still so young. I'm in my, my late 40s now and I think 40 for me has been such a great decade because you really get to know yourself and you don't put up with the shit <laughs> as much. I'm still learning, but, you know, I'm hoping 50, I will finally drop the people pleasing. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah yeah that's uh I know that's like my that was my new year resolution like better boundaries <laughs> can you talk me through like the things that you do for your self-care you spoke about going out in nature and things like that what are the things that make you feel good so you look in the mirror and you think yeah I feel good about myself today a while ago, a little while ago, I saw this journal prompt that, that said something about what do you love and how do you show that to the world? And I thought, I thought that was very interesting. And I did think, oh, what, what do I love? And, I, and I'm thinking about nature, the ocean. I'll go to Disneyland. I like that. And travel. And how do you show it to the world? And I'm like, oh, that's really interesting. So I, I bought like a huge print of the ocean and then I like put it up on the wall in my house. And I don't know, I, I thought that that kind of helped oh, me see. internally and I thought yeah. it was a nice, nice little thing. So I definitely recommend it. <laughs> oh, I think that also goes back to your inner voice and also like projecting out what's inside as well that that's how you show it to the world too um and, and you're obviously doing that via your book too <laughs> I'm really into saying what I want to happen in my life you know kind of manifestation I guess that's the word for it yeah I think that's that's wonderful manifesting it's great and do you do journaling too um every once in a while every once in a while so it, it's nice. It's it's helpful for sure. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, the book, you speak a lot about how you look and your surgery, etc. Is there anything that you regret? I don't like to talk about regrets because I like it to be positive and everything. But is there any kind of thing that you regret doing physically? I think all of it. I think everything... I regretted all the surgery. Mm. Yeah, I'm like, what surgery did I not have? <laughs> but uh, yeah, I ended up getting really sick and they needed to take fat from like the sides and there wasn't much left because it, you know, I fell into the traps of the implants, the lipo, all these things. And I, I was like 22 years old at that time. And um, like, oh, I wish I had wow. that fat that I got rid of back in, back in the day. Um, yeah, I regret all of it. Yeah. But you're doing so well now and you look so amazing. So thank you. Yeah. Thank, thank you, you so much it. for joining me. It was so fun. It was so lovely to speak to you. You too. Thank you. <laughs> Thanks so much for listening to Smiling Gives You Wrinkles. I hope you enjoyed that chat as much as I did. Remember to join me next week when I'll be talking to another brilliant woman. Until then, please leave me a five-star review wherever you're listening and tell your friends about the podcast too. I'm Donna Francis and remember, smiling gives you wrinkles.